The following is a presentation of God Questions Ministries. How can we know what parts of the Bible apply to us today? Much misunderstanding about the Christian life occurs because we either assign commands and exhortations we should be following as era-specific commands that only apply to the original audience, or we take commands and exhortations that are specific to a particular audience and make them timeless truths. How do we go about discerning the difference? The first thing to note is that the canon of Scripture was closed by the end of the first century A.D. This means that while all of the Bible is truth and can apply to our lives, most if not all of the Bible was not originally written to us. The authors had in mind the hearers of that day. That should cause us to be very careful when interpreting the Bible for today's Christians. It seems that much of contemporary evangelical preaching is so concerned with the practical application of Scripture that we treat the Bible as a lake from which to fish application for today's Christians. All of this is done at the expense of proper exegesis and interpretation. The top three rules of hermeneutics, the art and science of biblical interpretation, are context, context, and context. Before we can tell 21st century Christians how the Bible applies to them, we must first come to the best possible understanding of what the Bible meant to the original audience. If we come up with an application that would have been foreign to the original audience, there is a very strong possibility that we did not interpret the passage correctly. Once we are confident that we understand what the text meant to its original hearers, we then need to determine the width of the chasm between us and them. In other words, what are the differences in language, time, culture, geography, setting, and situation? All of these must be taken into account before application can be made. Once the width of the chasm has been measured, we can then attempt to build the bridge over the chasm by finding the commonalities between the original audience and ourselves. Finally, we can then find application for ourselves in our time and situation. Another important thing to note is that each passage has only one correct interpretation. It can have a range of applications, but only one interpretation. What this means is that some applications of biblical passages are better than others. If one application is closer to the correct interpretation than another, then it is a better application of that text. For example, many sermons have been preached on 1 Samuel chapter 17, the David and Goliath story, that center on defeating giants in your life. They lightly skim over the details of the narrative and go straight to the application, and that application usually involves allegorizing Goliath into tough, difficult, and intimidating situations in one's life that must be overcome by faith. There is also an attempt to allegorize the five smooth stones David picked up to defeat his giant. These sermons usually conclude by exhorting us to be faithful like David. While these interpretations make engaging sermons, it is doubtful that the original audience would have gotten that message from the story. Before we apply the truth in 1 Samuel chapter 17, we must know how the original audience understood it, and that means determining the overall purpose of 1 Samuel as a book. Without going into a detailed exegesis of the chapter, let's just say it's not about defeating the giants in your life with faith. That may be a distant application, but as an interpretation of the passage, it's alien to the text. God is the hero of the story, and David was his chosen vehicle to bring salvation to his people. The story contrasts the people's king, Saul, with God's king, David, and it also foreshadows what Christ, the son of David, would do for us in providing our salvation. Another common example of interpreting with disregard of context is John 14, verses 13 and 14. Reading these verses out of context would seem to indicate that if we ask God anything, unqualified, 
we will receive it as long as we use the formula in Jesus' name. Applying the rules of proper hermeneutics to this passage, we see Jesus speaking to his disciples in the upper room on the night of his eventual betrayal. The immediate audience is the disciples. This is essentially a promise to his disciples that God will provide the necessary resources for them to complete their task. It is a passage of comfort because Jesus would soon be leaving them. Is there an application for 21st century Christians? Of course. If we pray in Jesus' name, we pray according to God's will, and God will give us what we need to accomplish His will in and through us. Furthermore, the response we get will always glorify God. Far from a carte blanche way of getting what we want, this passage teaches us that we must always submit to God's will in prayer, and that God will always provide what we need to accomplish His will. Proper biblical interpretation is built on the following principles. Number 1. Context To understand fully, start small and extend outward. Verse, passage, chapter, book, author, and testament or covenant. 2. Try to come to grips with how the original audience would have understood the text. 3. Consider the width of the chasm between us and the original audience. 4. It's a safe bet that any moral command from the Old Testament that is repeated in the New Testament is an example of a timeless truth. 5. Remember that each passage has one and only one correct interpretation, but can have many applications, some better than others. 6. Always be humble, and don't forget the role of the Holy Spirit in interpretation. He has promised to lead us into all truth. John 16, verse 13. Biblical interpretation is as much an art as it is a science. There are rules and principles, but some of the more difficult or controversial passages require more effort than others. We should always be open to changing an interpretation if the Spirit convicts and the evidence supports. God Questions Ministry seeks to glorify the Lord Jesus Christ by providing biblical answers to today's questions. Online at gotquestions.org.